there. And welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you're listening to Just My Type, the podcast where we like to cover everything related to <gasps> type. type. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a concept. Who would have thought? So Just My Type. If you're type. <laughs> looking to find someone who is just your type, Unfortunately, we do not provide that service. We are not Hinge or Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> we just help you find the perfect typeface, <laughs> which we think, in our opinion, is way more important. So true. Um, yeah, so we have a really fun typeface for you guys today. Um, some would say it's a, it's a little bit mature, Ooh, you could say. So true. Uh-huh. But still modern. Maybe related to penguins. You'll find out in the future. (laughs) The near future. (laughs) Wow. We have you on the edge of your seats. (laughs) Shall we get into it? Yes. Let's get a drum roll. Mrs. Eves. Eves. Oh, Miss or Mrs. Miss, Mrs. Mrs. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, isn't MRS. Oh, no. That's That's MS. I think it's Mrs. 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 Actually, I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, Yikes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we're going to talk. Missy. Mrs. Eves. Mrs. Missy. Eves. Yeah, Mrs. Eves. Mrs. Eves. Um, so <laughs> our type today is Mrs. Yikes. Eves, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, so Mrs. Eves is a fun little typeface. Um, it is a serif typeface, and it has... Um, a cool history that I was really Mm -hmm. excited and to read about. Even the type designer has a fun name. I know, right? Um, yeah, let's get into a little bit of history. history. So, Mrs. Eves was released by Immigre, a type foundry run by Susanna Lithgow. And her husband, Rudy Vonderloss. Um, Nailed it. I know, right? I hope. Uh, This was a typeface released in 1996. Which happens to be the same year that we were born in. So, what a great year. (laughs) I know, right? Um, It is a... It's a great typeface. So uh, in researching, I decided to research a little bit about Emigre and Susanna Licko because it seemed like a really cool type foundry. Um, And I was like, ooh, interesting. What is this type foundry and this woman who made this typeface? So Susanna Licko, she was born in 1961 in Bratislava. Slava, Czechoslovakia. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's over in Eastern Europe. Um, and so she immigrated with her parents to the U.S. in 1968. So she grew up in America. Um, then when she was older, she decided to go to college. And guess what she graduated with a degree in? Hmm. Does it start with a T and end with a Y? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it's even cooler what graphic communication oh shoot <laughs> for those of you who don't know i should have known jess and i graduated with the same majors that so. existed 
book back yeah she graduated from university of berkeley i guess it did or i guess graphic communication has been around at cal poly for a bit too because a lot of our professors um oh no it's been around at cal poly since like the 60s i think wow um the more you know but a little bit about graphic <laughs> i'm like we were the first year that it ever like <laughs> no, right existed no um <laughs> graphic communication is a major and where you kind of learn about every way you can communicate with visual design yeah <laughs> graphics so jess and i took this class this major and well, we graduated with this major <laughs> and we learned about printing, about type, about um, coding, about design. And the biggest question we always got was, why what? is it different <laughs> than graphic design? And they're like, is it basically graphic design? It's like, it's, there's not some really. Yeah, there's some overlap. Like graphic design is great, but like I feel like we gained a greater understanding of like the whole workflow. Like I feel like we got to like yeah. start with files from like the bare bones and then take them all the way to print, which yeah, I feel like which is extremely actually... valuable, especially now where I work. It's like a big print industry. So it's... Um, it's totally helpful knowing like, okay, if this is going to be printed this way, this is how we need to prepare the file. So mm-hmm. shout out to <laughs> our degree. But if you did graduate, graduate with a draft design major, you're still cool. <laughs> just not as cool. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, um, so that was a fun fact to learn about Susanna Litho. Um, so yeah, so she currently lives in Berkeley and that is where her and her husband started their type foundry her in address is five six two oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how'd you find that out? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, so she's she's in our neck of the woods. Um so she started her type foundry with her husband, Rudy Vanderlons, in nineteen eighty four. Um, so this company was started right as the Macintosh 1984 computer came out, whatever, that big crazy Mac commercial in 1984. Um, so their type was really kind of pointed to towards creating it for um, computers and just kind of creating type for this new graphic design possibility you know instead of being able to have to you know draw every type and all that and even typeset there's a new graphic design capability to just kind of design your layouts on the computer um so the company became world renowned for also its self-published magazine and um this was called the emigre magazine and it was a quarterly magazine that just kind of like showcased different type um not necessarily the type they were creating because the magazine started before they were started creating type but it did showcase a lot of type um and just kind of like new things that are happening in the graphic design world um so a lot of their type was greatly inspired by the new technical possibilities offered by the introduction of the Macintosh computer. Um, so you, yeah, Lico and Vanderlands became early adopters to the new technology and they really used the computer to experiment and they created like a bunch of the first digital typefaces and digital page layouts. Um, so they just kind of really embraced this new technology for graphic design, which I think is um, 
really cool. yeah it's super interesting and i was like it was really cool hearing that unfortunately they don't print their magazine anymore they stopped in 2005 but um they still have a lot of their articles on their website at immigre it's um immigre.com e-m-i-g-r-e.com and it's immigre fonts and um they have like a lot of cool um essays Susanna Licko wrote a couple one called ambition slash fear this is when the um Matt came out and a lot of graphic designers were kind of afraid to start adopting this new way of designing with graphics and so they kind of like went through like the fear and the ambition to just kind of get into this new technology and another is discovery by design by Susanna Licko um, just kind of, I kind of stemmed the article real quick, but it kind of talks about that, um, how there's new ways to discover design with the typography that already exists. Because, you know, like typography is technically limited in the fact that, you know, there's 26 letters and these letters have to look a certain way to I mean, it serves a purpose. Like, we have to be able to read it. So, like, what is there to discover in type? Um, but she kind of talks about that. There's a lot. And it was an interesting article. I encourage you all to read it. Um, but, yeah, that's a little bit about Susanna and Emma Gray. But let's jump into Mrs. Eves. Ooh. So, Mrs. Eves has an interesting backstory in the naming um, so Susanna decided to name Mrs. Eves after Sarah Eves. So story time. I feel like we should add some story time music. I need to get my <laughs> pillow or my blanket. I know. Um, yes, I will. As you guys drift <laughs> off to sleep, I will tell you the story of Mrs. Eves. Ooh, my favorite bedtime story. <laughs> Mrs. Eves was the woman who became John Bastardville's wife. This is not a suitable for you children. You like Mrs. Stone. Potts from uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert. This is not a suitable bedtime story for kids. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> kids stop <But> listening. <laughs> it is a fun story. Okay. So like his typefaces, John Bastardville was himself a controversial character. As Bastardville was setting up his printing and type business, he hired Sarah Eves as his live-in housekeeper, and eventually her husband Richard abandoned her and their five children, and Mrs. Eves became Mas Bastardville's mistress and eventually helpmate with typesetting and printing. She married Bastardville within a month of her estranged husband's death. <gasps> Selection of the name Mrs. Eves by Susanna honors one of the forgotten women in the history of typography. Dun, dun, dun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's an interesting wow. story. The drama. I know. So Mrs. Eves was just like hanging around <laughs> Bastlerville and then was like, yo, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Let me did all up in that type. <laughs> <laughs> True um yeah so the, that's that was an interesting quick tidbit on mrs eves <laughs> um, fun little backstory yeah so mrs eves is a serif typeface we can start to go into like how it looks um so Which it looks a lot like basketball yeah yeah so it's I was definitely just looking it up like basketball up and 
I was like, whoa. There's a lot of similarities. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, so it's definitely a um, revival of Baskerville mm-hmm. type faces. But it's, it's not exactly. No, but there are like, some similarities. A lot of like Baskerville's like unique qualities, Mrs. Eves also mm-hmm. has. Which I love that like little did John Baskerville know that there would be a very popular typeface named after his wife <laughs> later in life. I feel like the most noticeable <laughs> difference for me now, like right as I'm comparing, Baskerville's serifs look a little bit more rounded versus Mrs. Eve's. Um, they are more crisp and like uh, crisp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this is something that Lico, Susanna Licko said. So... Um, her design is a little unorthodox and not a pure revival of Baskerville. Um, she said that in creating it, she was influenced by how it'd be printed by contrast to printing in Baskerville's time. So considering the flatness of offset lithography in comparison to le- letterpress printing um, and the resolution of set devices and on-screen display. So she kind of like brought it into this age so the overall stroke weight of mrs eves is considerably heavier than um most other revivals of basterville so it's countering the often anemic reproduction of smaller point sizes in other digital revivals of basterville and it kind of restores some of the feeling of letter pressing um so a little bit about mrs eves look is that um some of the unique characters that are similar to Baskerville is like the lowercase g so that it has an open lower counter um, and a swash like ear so the bottom part of the g does not um it has it's opened a little bit it doesn't close all the way um both the roman and italic uppercase q have a flowing swash like tail which is very similar to Baskerville almost the same it really is. I'm yeah. looking at it right now, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the uppercase C has serifs at the top and the bottom. But then again, it's like their strokes are just different. Like yeah. Baskerville, so it's like the the uppercase Q is like a uppercase O with um, a diagonal line and then a swash coming off of that. But the diagonal line is a lot thinner than the one seen in Mrs. Eve's. So there's definitely like very strong similarities, but also like just like slight differences, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the swash on the queue. It's kind of fun. I know. It's very like, it looks very elegant. Mm-hmm. Like the name Mrs. Eves definitely fits the typeface. Totally. Whenever I think of Mrs. Eves, though, I think of Mrs. Dow- Doubtfire. Oh, really? I think of Mrs. Fields, like the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, I was also Mrs. very hungry when yeah. I found <laughs> Mrs. Eves just sounds like like an old uh, yeah. grandma, mm-hmm. you know, writing type. Yeah. So that's a little bit of what Mrs. Eves looks like. Um, in an article, in an interview featured in The Eye, um, Licko explained why she thought Mrs. Eves was a successful typeface. Because in my opinion, it is a very successful typeface. Um, has a little controversy besides the facts of Sarah and John Basterville. Um, it's, yeah, it's widely liked and 
every and it's widely known um I know I went to a print shop in Portland one time and they had like typesetted uh, postcards with different like typography puns. Mm -hmm. And one of them was Mrs. Eves was my babysitter, which I (laughs) thought was pretty funny. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I bought that typeface. Um, But this is the quote from Lithgow. She says, I think Mrs. Eves was a midst of just enough tradition with an updated twist. It's familiar enough to be friendly, yet different enough to be interesting. Due to its relatively wide proportions as compared with the original Baskerville, it's useful for giving presence to the small amounts of text, such as poetry or for elegant headlines and and for use in print ads. It makes the reader slow down a bit and contemplate the message, which I definitely um, agree. It does. It is a typeface that you kind of like look at it and you just like you feel more elegant and then feel in that feeling you're like oh what does this say it must be important yeah um but a little bit of i guess the the controversy so she mrs eves um was kind of it, it was light but it also like it wasn't able to use be used for everything kind of like it wasn't that good for use of body text um, and so they decided, uh, Emma Gray to, um, make a variation, a derivative of Mrs. Eves called Mrs. Eves XL, <laughs> which just kind of, I don't know why they said XL because it's Loses like, its elegance. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Eves extra large. Yeah, it's like, woo. <laughs> um, so it was intended to provide a solution to a common criticism of Mrs. Eves original release. Um, so Mrs. Eve's very, it has kind of like a loose and uneven spacing and that made it hard for body text. So Emma Gray said like, okay, yeah, the spacing is like a little bit too loose for large bodies of text and it sort of like rambles on. Um, Economy of space was not a primary goal in Mrs. Eve's design. So they've like kind of noticed that and they're like, okay, look, we'll make Mrs. Eve's extra large <laughs> to make you all happy so um they released the mrs eves xl matching the original mrs eves um so both heights were released in two widths re- regular and narrow and in two styles uh sans and a humanist design um so it just kind of helped it be able to be used for body text which is what a lot of people wanted to um uh, use it for and you know there's there isn't a missus without a mister <laughs> so there is also a mister. mr eves and mr eves is the sans serif companion so while mrs eves is elegant mr eves is kind of a uh more of a dill sans types sans serif um uh, pretty so does sans serif yeah nice yeah, similar to uh, Dill Sands. So there is no serif without its sans serif. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We always do pair those together. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't we love a dead serif with sans serif? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a little bit about the type. Nice. Wow. So fun. Just to um, summarize, we have, it comes in a wide variety of, 
um weights it has there's roman italic bold bold italic and small caps which we'll get more into in our tips yes portion of this um uh, say typography this podcast (laughs) (laughs) words what are those should we get into where it's seen we shall so i found a few i found a lot but like i wanted to really dive into the ones where people would actually know about it because i'm finding like that like i don't know random because there's like some words like oh it's seen on wine bottles but i'm like that one yeah. is not very popular no one's going to know one. but you can say that like it's seen on wine mm-hmm. bottles so like that helps and totally people. picture where it is yeah but um the top three places i thought were kind of cool were um where it's seen is um for one it's the wordpress logo type so not the logo itself which is just a w um because the w on the right side i think has like a it gets kind of wide it's not like a this uh continuous stroke it's like a wide weird shape so i was like that's not mrs eve's what and then i realized like logo type it's like the description below yeah so where wordpress is spelled out that's what mrs eve's is um seen in yeah she's pretty cool wow gotta love wordpress mm-hmm. <laughs> um that's another one which you probably might once i say it, you'll probably be like oh yeah totally um penguin books mm-hmm. um they use it on the spine um i th- i don't know i couldn't find an example i was trying to find one but um i totally remember i don't know if i don't think penguin books is in it or maybe like the title of the book but somewhere around there on the spine um is on penguin books is where mrs eves is used oh super interesting yeah and then my last fun little tidbit about where it's seen is um coldplay our favorite band (laughs) um has used it it's not my favorite band but Um, i love them we are huge coldplay junkies there's that one song i'm trying to think of (laughs) i know yeah yeah that one or no no there's one that's really sad and just makes me like really sad when you try your best oh yeah i always use that when like someone does something like (laughs) bad i don't know uh shout out to my roommate love you i always used to sing that to you (laughs) (laughs) she'll tell you it's hilarious um (laughs) through all the jokes i'm you know they're loving lovingly (laughs) loving jokes loving jokes um thought he's even a thing does that even make sense who knows whatever (laughs) (laughs) um but colpe has used it in their logo and promo items for the album uh head full of dreams it's their album back in 2015 crazy times crazy times but that's a bit of where it's seen just kind of fun wide variety yeah from books to albums to good old WordPress. To everything you've ever wanted. And more. Um, yeah, so I think we should get into a little bit of um feeling a little parched. Oh yes. And I'm also quite hungry. Yes. Should we get into add a some little, little font pairing? Yeah, add some jazz music to the background. Oh yes. And you know, Pop open a bottle of uh, champagne, maybe. Yeah, let's go. Open it up. Bubbly. <laughs> ooh. Um, ooh, wow. What pairings? I'm pairing, thinking, my brain is thinking, and I feel like a good future. Mm. <laughs> ooh. I mm. just feel like there's just 
elegance to both and i really really like vicheras so i try to use it whenever i can <laughs> mm-hmm. and i don't know there's something yeah i think like yeah mrs eves is that you know elegant sanser why not pair it with a very very elegant and um beautiful yeah. well crafted not that all fonts or typefaces are um like beautiful and handcrafted but there's just something so special about mrs eves and futura that mm-hmm. just like just the whole geometric side of futura the shapes are just so precise and you can really see them and the mrs eves just has this overall elegance with its serifs and the small caps and just all of that all that jazz mm-hmm. i feel like it's a great pairing yeah yeah mrs eves is definitely like a go-to for um me in terms of uh serif typefaces mm-hmm. and small caps too i feel like there's not a lot of typefaces you can successfully make in small oh, caps yes. or using small caps yeah. so i feel like mrs eves is a good one when you need that yeah um a good if you do want to use mrs eves a good place to look for um this is also a little bit of a tip pre-tip oh pre-tip um, for the tip 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 uh tip it's um, fontsinuse.com is a good place to go to look at where Mrs. Eves is used and what it's used with. Mm. So I always like to head on Some over. Design inspo. Yeah, this works for any typeface, and you get to see like, ooh, it was on this book cover. Ooh, it was on this T-shirt, and ooh, they decided to use future with it or they decided to use uh, another like Bill Sands or Optima or even Rockwell there's some crazy crazy combinations <laughs> but there's amazing designers who can make it all work which is love a good pairing love a good pairing Mwah. wow Beautiful. I am so full I am full so so we have full. a new we do category oh, a new uh what is it called segment <laughs> there we go today words <laughs> and it's called <gasps> type deconstructed oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um in type deconstructed our new segment we are going to talk about typography terms and what they mean dun, so dun, we dun. have three Really cool typography terms to talk about. Let's We're talking about small caps. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about swashes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about literature. 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 Give me the rock. <laughs> Give me a small cat. Give me a swatch. Give me a literature. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> I just want to talk about type. Oh my gosh. I'm really scared of Emily right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. Uh, <laughs> she just worked out. Her veins are bursting. <laughs> Do you Whatever you lift? <laughs> yeah. I lift swashes. I add those swashes to my design. <laughs> whoa what is a swash i think like we should get into that what is a swash you say oh wow 
<laughs> it's a typographical flourish. flourish. That's right. Really? So a swash is a it's a flourish such an as as an exaggerated serif, a terminal tail or entry Whoa. stroke. Um so it's kind of like a little fun accent. Like on the Q? Yes. The capital Q to be mm-hmm. exact. Said a little swash. Swash. Um, so in the olden times, a lot of times swashes were used at the beginning of a article or even like the paragraph, like the first letter, the first capital letter would have a swash. Um, it is normally used in capital letters. So like um let's say the v if you picture a normal v it is just a little upside down triangle you could say or not upside down it is a triangle but i guess it's upside down yeah whatever oh well a little <laughs> you all know what a capital v looks like so at the top of the yeah, left upside down. yeah yeah stem of the v you there's a little <laughs> little swash Swash it on up. So, um, you know what typefaces have some swashes? <gasps> Mrs. Eves. What? No way. Yeah. So t- swashes are something that you have to add. Um, they're not just automatically going to show up when you start typing. You have to add it in um, your glyphs. <gasps> glyphs. Glyphs. Um, what is a small cap? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I keep saying that. It's really <laughs> suspenseful. <laughs> um, should I take this one? Go for it. All right. Well, small caps. So basically, all the letters are capitalized when you're using small caps, but it's still very tiny, like height-wise. So it like looks like I don't know. It looks like they're lowercase letters, but they're all up um, uppercase. Yeah. So like sense. the height <laughs> of a lowercase letter. Yeah. With the look of an uppercase yeah. letter. It's like. Crazy. and crazy. mrs eves like really pulls it off like, i know she is working that outfit mm-hmm. she's working that you add some tracking between small caps Ooh. whoa are you writing the declaration of independence <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> <I'm> not... 2019 <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine like jokes. <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine the declaration of independence to be like in small caps yes like the declaration in small caps with some tracking. But like, uh, wait, what's the word for a letter that's bigger than shoot? What is it called? Drop cap. There oh, we drop go. cap. I pictured that. Like the D, like huge. Mm-hmm. And then some drop <laughs> catches. Like too much effort. Sorry, fans. <laughs> drop caps. Drop curve. All right. What is a literature? I don't know. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> a literature is two or more letters joined together to form one glyph or character. Like a F and a F, F and a I. No, L. I. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. they can. Maybe either one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know who has a lot of literatures? Who? Mrs. E. <gasps> no way. That girl is rocking those Literatures. Yes. O M G. Slay. Slay. <laughs> oh yeah. With the literatures. Yeah, you could do an F and an L and an F and an I. You could do F F T T L Y Z. B F F J. Um. So a common one is like an S and a T, where the top of the S kind of 
bends on over and comes into the top of the tea. Oh, snap. It's crazy. Um, and then, and, then and I, the end of the loop of a, or the end of a cur- the curve of the F, the lowercase F, it is basically like the dot of a lowercase I. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It's crazy. It's kind of interesting when you think about these things in your head and then you have to try to explain them to people. Mm-hmm. Good times. Look it up. <laughs> We're a podcast. We can only do so much. True. Um, so like some ligatures represent specific sounds or words, such as the A and the E um, as a ligature represent the diphthong ligature. Mm. Other ligatures are primarily, primarily to make type more attractive on the page, mm. such as the F and the L or the Bougie. F and the I ligatures. So, like, the top uh, curve of an F is already so close to the dot of an I. Why not connect them? Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, so, literatures are something that um, don't normally... In some typefaces, there are, there are already kind of, like, within that typeface. And if you just type it out, it will create that literature. But a lot of literatures, you have to go on in and add those puppies... But they're, those puppies. they're great. Great little pups. <laughs> that <Yep>. was <laughs> type deconstructed. Okay. <laughs> 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 I feel like next episode we'll invite Dwayne the Rock to um Oh yeah. Narrate that episode. You he know, couldn't make he it like, this week. Yeah, he like called me this morning. It was like, Hey, can I make it to type deconstructed? And I was like, Yeah, like you can you know, we're recording tonight, and he's like, oh, man, like, I can't make it anymore. And I was like, okay, Rock, like, you just we can't like just said keep he had doing to, like, this. save somebody's life. So we were like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Rock saves people's lives he on has, the daily. Um, what is he on? American Ninja Warrior? No, he's on the new show that's, like, American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. He had to just, like, run that show. Honestly, it's, like, it's if, low there's, key. if there's one thing I wish for with The Rock, it's, like, could you be a little bit more buff? Like, I was kind of expecting more, you know? Like, let's let's take it up a notch. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, we love you, Dwayne. <laughs> How did we get from starting to talk about Mrs. Eve to, to Dwayne the Rock? <laughs> <laughs> the two most opposite things it's in the world. Just, it's just what that segment brings out in us. What do you Dwayne think? The Rock. Miss, what do you think The Rock's favorite typeface is? Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, All right. Well, well, that's a great way to end this podcast. Yeah. Um, if you've learned one please thing, write, Rock Johnson yes, please, is the best. <laughs> yes. Write in to um, the type or to our email at uh, it's just my type podcast at gmail.com. Right on in and tell us what Dwayne the Rock Johnson's favorite typeface is. Yes. If you personally know Dwayne, um, please like give him a call and tell him to listen to Just My Type. And also like, feel free to give him our phone numbers yeah. so he can call us and make yeah. it next time to mm-hmm. this episode. I know. Yeah. Because if there's one thing I know from Dwayne, it's that he is a huge love of type. He's a typing. Mm-hmm. 
Use typo. Typo. Um, also, follow us on Just My Type Podcast Instagram. And follow for follow. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And Not give, our YouTube. <laughs> give us a five-star rating if you like us. If you don't, don't give us a rating. Just Actually, just give us a five-star rating just anyways. Just give us five stars. It looks prettier. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's more fun. You get to click more buttons, right? I know, right? right? Is that it's, it yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our podcast. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> now we are robots. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>